You're listening to episode 51, my exclusive interview with Shantae Dent, author and former rape crisis counselor and founder of Earnest Love, Inc., discussing her latest book, My Lemonade Recipe, turning life's sour experiences into something sweet. Welcome to the Rock Your World Naturally Show, sharing God's prescription for total health in spirit, soul, and body. I'm your host, Rakesia McMillan, award-winning author, Air Force veteran, and total health coach. I'm passionate about sharing biblical truth, scientific research, and practical lifestyle approaches to help heal your world naturally. In this exclusive interview, I had the opportunity to host Shantae Dent. Shantae is a former rape crisis counselor and founder of Earnest Love, Inc. She received her Bachelor's of Science degree in Sociology from California State University, East Bay, and currently volunteers as a member of the RAIN Speakers Bureau. She also volunteers her time to support birth mothers during and after the adoption process. In her book, My Lemonade Recipe, turning life's sour experiences into something sweet, Shantae details her incredible healing journey, which was not easy. It consists of layers of healing, including the deeply buried emotional wounds of sexual violation and pregnancy that followed. She discovered that relying on the strength of God rather than her own was the best option if she wanted to heal emotionally. Be transformed as you listen to Shantae's story and discover how you can live a life free from emotional wounds. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome to the show author and former rape crisis counselor and founder of Earnest Love, Inc., Shantae Dent. Thank you for having me today. Oh, it is my pleasure to host you on today. I'm so looking forward um, to the message that you have to share. And I know it's just going to be a blessing to all of those who are listening. And before we get started uh, with our interview on today, Shantae, I usually open up with an icebreaker question. So if you can let our listeners know. What are you doing in your life right now that is rocking your world naturally? Right now? Well, because I recently turned 40, and many people may attest to this, I am paying a lot more attention to my body. Literally, I'm listening to my body. And when it comes to any type of activity that I engage in, I, lit- I set my mind to achieve, to enjoy and rest. Uh, I just make it a point to learn more about my body, more about life, and just maintain a positive mindset. Oh, and I love all of those things. And you just really hit on a key point. And I um, often share that point with um, the clients that I work with that our bodies have a language and we have to learn how to listen to the language of our body because it's always speaking all the time, but we have to be able to tune into it. So I love the fact 
that you say that you're listening to your body and you're resting and you're just enjoying and you're learning. And those are just some of the key foundations to um, emotional wellness, physical wellness, spiritual wellness, all of the above. So those are all wonderful things. Yes. And so I'm I'm looking forward to our, our conversation um, on today, Shantae, because I think it's just an area that we don't um, really talk about a lot, whether it is in, in um, the church setting, whether it is in personal settings among ourselves. And so if you could just share with our listeners a little bit about what you do and how um, God led you to the journey or the path that you're on in your life. You know, a recent phrase that I, well, I have to give credit where credit is due, my husband came up with, and I love it. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a therapist. I'm a friend here to help you heal, love, and live again. And I wholeheartedly believe he summed me up in that sentence. That's really my passion. It's my mission. I am gravitated toward individuals who are hurting, who are struggling emotionally. And I love helping people experience restoration. I have always had a heart to help the hurting. It began with animals. I wanted to be a veterinarian. I didn't want to see the animals hurt or suffer. Um, and then as I got older, it transitioned to just wanting to see people get better. My personal experience of being sexually violated in its own way, I'll say it fine-tuned this passion of mine. Mm-hmm. And so now I have this vision and mission to help individuals heal from emotional trauma in general and sexual violation specifically. It is, again, my personal experience that led me to this strong desire to help other individuals experience emotional freedom. And I think, too, that, you know, even as you're sharing your journey, as you're sharing your story, that there were certain um, areas of your life, you know, it started out with wanting to care for animals and not wanting to see them in pain. And as you took your journey, it progressed and led you to where you are. And I definitely believe that, you know, the, the experience that we have in life or whether it's multiple or whether it's one thing certainly does connect us um, to our destiny and what it is that God has called us to do. I wholeheartedly agree. I even reflect back to the childhood of loving to talk, you know, and my parents purchasing a play microphone and a play radio so I could just talk. And I didn't know who I was talking to, but I was talking to somebody, helping them with something. And you're absolutely right when we reflect back to the natural tendencies we had as a child, life and life experiences will somehow, you know, 
curtail that um, interest and that passion. And we listen and there it is again, pay attention, you know, to our body and what's going on inwardly, mm-hmm. feel strongly that we can move on the right path. And it may not be, you know, specifically in the arena, which we thought, but definitely along the same line and it all comes together and works out well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Shante, there are so many um, women as well as men who have gone through, um, whether it's sexual trauma, that has created so much emotional turmoil in their lives and they've never um, spoken about it. And many times the trauma that we experience in childhood often shapes and molds who we are as adults and there are many people that are still paralyzed in their pain and one of the quotes that um, I really enjoyed that you use is that the pain of my past could have paralyzed me then I changed my perspective and it propelled me into my purpose and so being in that paralyzed state and then changing your perspective, what was it that created or caused that shift in your perspective, Shante, to move you out of being stuck into moving into your purpose? Well, interesting enough, I went years, I mean, well into college, not knowing how childhood sexual assault affected my life. Uh, somewhere along the line, I knew there were areas that weren't quite right or as I desired them to be, but I wasn't able to connect the dots. And when I had to deal with, or when I chose to deal with the aftermath of um, experiencing acquaintance rape in my twenties, that's when the light bulb came on. Mm. It was as if not only am I choosing to process this painful experience, it also resurrected everything that I experienced during childhood. So it was few in one, which was overwhelming. Uh, yet it led me to this place of knowing that I had to get better. And I initially didn't run to, you know, the altar, run to the therapist. Initially, I wanted to forget about everything and sweep it under the rug, act like it never happened. But I also realized that when you're true to yourself, you know that there's this silent battle that you're fighting. And if you're honest with yourself, you know you're not enjoying life as you should or could because there are some invisible hurts and pains. And being an individual that somehow, some way, I've always had this sense of self-evaluation uh, and um, just really being able to check in with myself, maybe not coming up with solutions right away, but I, I've always known myself. I've always checked in with myself from a little girl, and it started with journaling at the age of eight. Uh, and so when I was able to connect the dots and look back and say, you know what, if I want it experienced freedom from within. And I want to get rid of that feeling that only I feel. No one else sees it, but I see it and I feel it. If I want to get rid of that, I have to make a a choice. And that choice began with acknowledging that I was not in a healthy place and I had to experience healing. 
uh, it was actually my mother who made a profound statement. And at one point, I did not want to go to a psychologist. I, I genuinely felt like there would be no point in telling someone my story all over again. I didn't think there was any help. And I misunderstood the point of any type of therapeutic help. I really felt like you sit and you talk mm-hmm. about <laughs> what good comes out of that, especially when you're in the midst of that pain uh, place. But she encouraged me. She said, if you choose not to talk about this, Shantae, you will live the rest of your life in this place of misery. And I'm paraphrasing place of misery, but she basically reiterated in a simple way that if you don't get help and talk about it, you will be damaged for the rest of your life. And in that brief conversation, I had a visual of an older woman who did not enjoy life. And that mm-hmm. well with the social butterfly that I am. <laughs> you know, I'm in my 20s and if I can deal with this issue, the rest will be worse. Okay, that's not an option. Time to make a change. And that's so powerful that you um, share that. And your mother said that if you don't deal with this, you're going to live in misery for the rest of your life. And um, probably about a year or so ago, I had done a show uh, with someone and it was regarding um, the emotional pain after abortion that women never talked about. And this woman was in her 90s, Shante, mm. and she never talked about what she went through emotionally. And she said for her, and um, it, this was something that happened when she was young in her 20s. So imagining living in an internal emotional prison for 70 years to where she was never free. And there are so many that are listening today that are in that state that you may have a fear, you may have a reservation about talking to someone about the sexual abuse, sexual trauma that you experience, whether it was in your childhood, whether it was in your adulthood. But I just want to encourage you as our guest today, Shantae is sharing that when she began to speak about what she went through, that is when the healing took place or the healing process, the therapeutic process for her, um, that was part of her journey. That was part of her journey. And so talking about it, getting that out um, and knowing that, you know, talking to someone in therapy, the Bible says that in the multitude of counselors, there's safety. And so if the word of God points and directs us to counseling as something that is good, we're just encouraging you today to take that step to be able to talk to someone. Absolutely. And so Shantae, with your story, out of what you went through, you also have a book that God uh, placed within you, My Lemonade Recipe, Turning Life's Sour Experiences into Something Sweet. 
So can you share a little bit about your book and the purpose of it? My book is my story. My book is all about showing individuals that they can recover from traumatic experiences. And on the surface, I can imagine a listener, sexual trauma, childhood sexual assault, rape, and you have those other words entangled with <laughs> those traumatic experiences, sweet. I don't I don't understand. And and I I I, I get it <laughs> on the surface. I probably wouldn't understand either. Uh, but what I love about my story is that after experiencing that, that place of pain, I did become a certified rape crisis counselor. I felt that pull to help others cross over. I always say it, cross over to the other side. Hmm. When I went back to help other individuals, I heard so many stories and I saw their experiences. And of course, my heart would break when I saw individuals who did not have hope. Hmm. And do your best to lead them along the way, but there was no sense of hope and there was a lot of discouragement in individuals who genuinely felt that they could not recover. And I began mentoring, helping individuals one-on-one -on -one or in just in various avenues. And I didn't initially think a book was necessary. I felt like so mm. many people write a book to say they wrote a book. And I didn't want to be that individual. I, I will share my story with the world. Thank you, Lord, for giving me this ability to feel comfortable, transparent, and vulnerable. No need for a book. But then when you step back <laughs> and realize you can reach more out, you realize this is a tool. It's another tool that can assist someone in their healing process. Mm. And that's that's why I wrote that book. It was me realizing that it could physically and it could help people that I may never know I was able to touch. And again, it's, it's my story, it's my journey. It's the good, the bad, and everything else in between. And it's also a source of inspiration. It allows the reader to take a to take a moment and, and think about their own story. How can you take out in your life and create sweet, sweet lemonade? And sometimes we'll put emphasis on Our ingredients are going to be different. Everyone won't have the same. Just like this. each and every day. There are many recipes for the lemonade that we drink, and people have different ingredients. And so their ingredients are going to look different, but the beautiful component is at the end of the day, if you're open, your sour experiences can become sweet lemonade. And it's not sweet because we're so happy we went through it. It's sweet because we decided that it will not overcome our lives and the pain and the trauma won't control our present and our future. That's something to rejoice about, that what could have destroyed us, we were able to change our perspective and say, how can this be used for my good and for the glory of God? So when I look back at all the pages of my book and the pages of my life, in the midst of any traumatic experience, I'm grateful and confident that I came out bolder, better than I was before with a smile on my face. 
and ready to conquer anything else that comes my way and help others as well. Oh, and that is such a powerful, you know, testimony to know that a book was nowhere on your radar. (laughs) However, God purposed it to be so, because again, as you shared, it could reach into the hearts and the lives of um, so many um, women, men, that we may not even know that are being impacted and um, will be encouraged and receive the healing, you know, that they need knowing that we can turn, you know, our life's sour experiences into, you know, a sweet journey along, along the way. And so as you were um, writing the book, Shantae, is there any particular part of the book that kind of resonated with you the most or just really kind of um, holds a space or captures you in such a way than any other parts of the book that were written? Absolutely. My acquaintance rape resulted in pregnancy. The tagline I opened with from my husband, and I use it often, heal, love, live, heal emotionally, love earnestly, and live freely. I talk about in this book that being pregnant was difficult for many reasons, as one could imagine. And I had a number of choices. What can I do? What should I do? And this unborn child prior to birth, even in the midst of so many emotions, I always say this unborn child taught me how to love in a way that I did not think was possible. Mm. And the so today it, I have an open adoption. I placed the, the child for adoption. And today there's an open adoption. And there are times where individuals will say, well, if you develop this type of love, why still place for adoption? And that's another story in and of itself. And I still I firmly believe there's a great level of love in that decision as well, choosing to raise uh, the child. And what speaks to me in terms of, you know, just the the pages of the, the parts of the book is that. Because I was able to shift and begin to love the child, I was able to separate the child from the trauma. I believe that put me on the path to learn how to love anybody and everybody, no matter what. Yeah, that that truly is when we talk about unconditional love and the love of God, that there are those experiences in our lives that God will use as that um, catalyst to uh, cause us to love in Mm -hmm. ways that we never thought possible, you know, through the experiences that we have gone through, because that that truly is uh, unconditional love. Um, as you say, to be able to love those that you didn't think that you could love. Yes. 
And so with your message, Shante, so you have the book. And for those that are that are out there listening today, and they may be in that space where they need to do some inner soul work, where they need to have that emotional healing. Can you just share with our audience where they would be able to find you, where they can find your book, just to get a hold of these these resources to to let that healing begin? I can be found on my website. That's the umbrella location, shantedent.com, C-H-A-N-T-E-D-E-N-T.com. I am also on Facebook and Instagram at Mrs. Shante Dent, M-R-S-C-H-A-N-T-E-D-E-N-T. I also have a YouTube channel, and you can connect to all of these outlets by visiting my website. My book is available on Amazon as well. And yes, when you connect with me, you will be exposed to content that will help you heal emotionally. And again, my specific, my target audience is those who have been uh, abused sexually. And you'll also find that the content is for anyone who is in need of emotional healing, emotional restoration. Right now, you can be connected again through social media, listening to various videos and content. And when you connect with me, you'll stay on top of everything that is coming in the near future so that I'll be able to make even stronger connections with those of you who desire to experience emotional healing. Wonderful. And if there was one word or or anything that you would like to share with our listeners um, in our closing, Shante, what would that be? Denial leads to destruction. Mm. So find that quiet place and be honest with whatever it is that you know is still brewing inside of you and causing any sort of pain, any sort of pain. And just make that decision today that you're going to acknowledge and take one step. That one step may be calling a therapist, calling a trusted family member or friend, or doing something as simple as journaling, and even more powerful, talking to God about all of your hurts and all of your pain. And you may not see that big picture, but that one step will lead you to the next step and the steps afterwards. And before you know it, you realize you are in a healthy place. Powerful words of wisdom, Shantae, and It has truly been my pleasure to host you on the show today as you have shared your testimony, your story, um, to help others, you know, on their journey to healing. And so I thank God for you and pray that he will continue to use you and bless the work of your hands to reach out to many, many lives to bring that emotional healing that's so, so desperately needed. Mm, Yes, and I'm thankful for this opportunity. Thank you for having me. 
Oh, you are so very welcome. And I would love to uh, to host you again in the future. Absolutely. God bless you, Shante, and I wish you well. For speaking engagements, health tips, and total health education and inspiration, visit rockyourworldnaturally.com and on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube, Rock Your World Naturally, and on Twitter, Rock Your World 28.